you are listening to Persumedia Minutes. Here is the bottom line and above, from Persumedia Weekly Newsletter, published on November 1, 2023. To sign up for our Iran Weekly Newsletter and learn more about our advanced AI solutions, please get in touch with us. While we were looking the other way, the vicious Hamas terrorist attack earlier this month and the violent Israeli military response have transfixed most observers of Iran for the past several weeks. However, while we all have been trying to discern Iran's role and intentions in this crisis, other interesting developments, perhaps more quotidian by comparison, have unfolded in the meantime. They may be less dramatic, but they may influence Iran's trajectory in important but subtle ways. Chief among these developments was the recent announcement by the Planning and Budget Organization, PBO, that due to an overestimation of revenues from oil sales, the administration of President Ibrahim Raisi has so far run up a deficit of $8 to $9 billion in its budget for the current Iranian year. The deficit has important implications, but it is not surprising, the really interesting point was the lower-than-expected oil revenues. PBO chief Davud Manzur explained that the projections for oil revenues were premised on an oil price of $80 per barrel and an export volume of 1.5 million barrels per day, but the selling price and the export volume have been lower. At the risk of sounding like an old Johnny Carson joke, one is prompted to ask, how low was it? The reformist newspaper at Temad, as reported in the Persumedia Daily Summary, stated that the government had only realized about half the revenues expected from oil, gas, gas condensates, and petrochemicals. That's quite an achievement, considering that as recently as September the National Iranian Oil Company announced that oil output had recovered despite sanctions and now approached 3.5 million barrels per day. Iran doesn't publish its oil export numbers, but as of September, Shipping companies and other observers estimated Iran was exporting 1.5 million barrels of crude each day. So why are revenues only half of what was projected? Part of the answer is that $80 per barrel was an unrealistic estimate to begin with, and both legislators and outside experts pointed this out at the time the current budget was being debated in the Majlis. Moreover, with Iran having to offer deep discounts on its oil to encourage purchasers to risk U.S. sanctions, even with increased oil exports it was not going to realize the income it expected. Moreover, despite optimistic estimates of Iran oil exports by foreign analysts, Manzur told reporters that daily oil exports this year were less than 1.5 million barrels. Either the estimates of Iranian exports, based mainly on tracking tankers and similar methodologies, were overstated, or something else was going on. One possible explanation is that not all the oil was the government's, or perhaps not even Iran's. We know, for example, that the IRGC is deeply involved in oil smuggling, last year the US sanctioned an IRGC GOATS force-led network that with Russian assistance, was smuggling hundreds of millions of dollars worth of oil to Europe. It is likely that much of the money from such illicit sales went directly to the GOATS force and not to the Raisi government. In addition, last year Politico reported that Russia planned to use Iran as a backdoor for exporting its own sanctioned oil through an oil swap arrangement, Iran would import Russian oil for its own domestic uses, then export an equivalent amount of Iranian oil on Russia's behalf. The plan was predicated on Iran returning to the JCPOA and obtaining sanctions relief, but maybe the two countries went ahead with the plan despite Iran still being under sanctions.
some of the cargoes carried by sanctions-busting Iranian tankers might have been sold on behalf of Russia. Whether the estimates of Iranian exports were wrong, or the money has been siphoned off by the IRGC or Russia, the bottom line is that the Iranian government, although probably not some key Nizam institutions, like the IRGC, is short of money again, and will have to borrow to make up the shortfall. That in turn suggests that Iran's high inflation is likely to remain a chronic drag on the economy, as even principalist economists were warning this week. That means continued hardship and discontent for Iran's already unhappy people, and a continued risk of sudden outbursts of unrest. It also means the government will be struggling to cover operating costs and service its debt. A leaked memo in August 2021 from an analyst in the PBO forecast that the government could owe as much as $50 billion to public institutions such as the Social Security Organization and the National Development Fund by the end of that Iranian year in March 2022. This rating of the Social Security Organization risks the stability of Iran's pension system, Sharg newspaper reported in August that 15 out 17 major pension funds in Iran were essentially bankrupt. Ironically, this has forced the government to increase its support to the funds and is spending about $300 billion per year to prop up the pension funds, on which about 25 million Iranians depend, according to Sharg. The more the government is forced to service debt and prop up failing public institutions, the less it has to invest in infrastructure and other projects to promote economic growth. A good example is the South Pars gas field, one of the world's largest, that Iran shares with Qatar. It represents 30% of Iran's gas reserves and provides nearly 70% of Iran's total gas needs, according to an analysis by the Iran Open Data Project. Iran has neglected investing in the aging gas field, causing a rapid decline in gas production from Iran's portion of South Pars. The shortage of gas, heavily used to generate electricity in Iran, has caused blackouts and forced Iran to import gas from Turkmenistan, which requires payment in hard currency. U.S. sanctions have already caused French and Chinese companies prepared to invest in South Pars to pull out of the project, and as long as sanctions are in place it is doubtful any foreign savior is going risk the large sums required to increase production from South Pars. And, after Iran's client Hamas provoked a major crisis in the region and derailed Saudi normalization of ties with Israel, it seems doubtful that Tehran's post-rapprochement dreams of Saudi money flowing into Iran will be realized either. The little-noticed announcement about Iran's budget deficit, which seems routine and unimportant, illustrates the systemic dysfunction of the Islamic Republic that remains a heavy drag on the regime's ambitions. Iran's mafia-style government cannot fulfill the aspirations of most of Iran's people, certainly not the modern middle class and educated youth, upon whom a modern government must rely, and Tehran's penchant for revolutionary adventures only aggravates their alienation from the regime. The Gaza War, and Iran's role in it, may indeed provide Iran new opportunities and leverage to use against its neighbors, but it will not break Iran's continued decline. Pursue Media provides media research, open-source intelligence, AI-driven analytics, and strategic communications consultancy. For more information about our advanced AI solutions or to subscribe to Pursue Media products and services, please get in touch with us.